0: Welcome to Season 2 of the 52 Weeks Podcast.
1: A series where four people come together to dream big, start small, and act daily.
2: Hey guys, this is Meredith. This year, I want to kill it at learning the guitar and make yummy recipes. Why hello,
3: Steph here in 2021 is going to be my year to run faster, eat all the veggies, and read more than
0: ever before. I'm Heidi, a new addition this season, and I'm excited to be here. This year, I'm slowing down, showing more gratitude, and embracing the whole spectrum of real life.
1: I'm the base of the podcast, Josh. This year, I want to have a failure each day and achieve my goals for my company, JP Couture.
2: Make sure to subscribe so you don't have FOMO.
1: Welcome, listeners, to week 41 of 52-Week podcast. It's amazing we've last got through 41 weeks of Big. Did you last at this yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: nice It's amazing I that think we've lasted this fair. long.
0: Thanks for your faith, Josh. <laughs> but really, <laughs> I mean, when
3: I, I think, don't think about it, 41 weeks is a long time. 41 yeah. weeks it is a long time. Every
2: Monday for 41 yep. weeks. Exactly. My family went to Corn Bellies tonight, and I told them I couldn't go because I had the podcast. Commitment. That's why we love this long, Josh.
1: What's so. good about Cornbellies is it's going to be there until Halloween.
2: That's right. Way to look <laughs> on the positive side. But my family's going tonight, and it would have been free, but that's okay. I can pay. <laughs> and it'll still what? be there.
1: Uh, today w- is a special day. We have a, a guest, Tiffany Tom- Thomas, that will be joining us uh, shortly. But before she gets on here, let's go over how our last. Week went with our goals. Who would like to start?
3: I'll get it over with, guys. <laughs> so I had the week off from work. I had high ambitions, but you know, like that one law says, "A step not in motion." <laughs>
4: the the law, Meredith, <laughs>
3: is a step not in motion. Uh,
4: um, no, horrible. but
3: really, the like, like Maslow's law. I just like. I relaxed, which was great, but it's amazing when you have all the free time in the world, it's hard to even do my laundry, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. So I ended up getting a 36% for the week, so only did 37 tasks, and my overall was at a 60.19%, which I was trying to get to a 75%, but, you know, today I've killed it. Good. I really have three more things to do. And that was like the thing where I just was like, you know what? I think I was burned out and it's okay that I was just super lazy. It's a new week, but I did go on one hike. Nice.
1: Ta-da. Good. Good.
3: Yeah. Um, it was in Farmington. I forget the name of it. Farmington Canyon. Yep. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a falls. Well, um, what else did you do to real to relax? Um, I felt like I had something like every day where Good. there was someone coming and visiting or um, like I did a bunch of runs with people, but I, guys, this is going to sound so bad. I watched The Real Housewives of Salt Lake.
4: That was what I watched. <laughs> I am embarrassed. even know that was a show. I know Mama <laughs> Shoal
3: is embarrassed of me right now, <laughs> no, but I got sucked into that. But then I found out that there's several members of my family that I've been sucked into, so I don't feel bad, but I don't like, I don't like Bachelorette. I don't like any of the reality TV shows. So I don't know how I got sucked in.
2: I'm um, going back to what you were talking about, how it was like your week of vacation and today you're killing it. Um, I mean, it's like Morgan said, <laughs>
3: no, we have to keep our Morgan street going.
2: <laughs> it's like Morgan said, give yourself a couple of days and then you shake it off and keep going. Mm-hmm. And so I think when it comes to taking an actual vacation from work, you kind of need that. And I thought that it was
3: going to be a vacation from work, but that I would get all the stuff done on my things to do list. Like, and by the time that it came, I was like, oh, I don't even want to look at that. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep.
0: I'm glad you had a good vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Much needed. So welcome back. Killing it today. Some...
3: You say welcome back from like staycations though. It feels same. Yeah. well. <laughs> welcome back to the busy the <laughs> yeah. hustle bustle of yeah. a yeah.
2: professional life. <laughs> yeah. That i got 10 of hours back.
3: in today. Started work at 6 a.m. Very nice. nice. Caught up on our 52 weeks. I just feel like I'm like, man, I
2: accomplished more in today See, than I did in the a whole rest. week. <laughs> did you get those published? Mhm. Nice. <coughs> and Josh is in, so we're ready to roll right after this. I know I saw that. Good job. Yeah. Um, For me, you know what? (laughs) I don't even remember what I set my goals for last week, so I did not do (laughs) them. But this week as I was doing stuff, I I reset the goals that are in my habit tracker. I took the old ones off and put new ones on. And so when we talk about our new goals, I'll have something to say. But last week, I don't know. Like I didn't practice the guitar, that kind of stuff. So yeah I don't even know what my goals were last week
0: I don't think you said any I don't think I did either or there were very few of them um yeah
2: I think I tried to be kinder in my words and thoughts I don't remember if I said that out loud
0: nope No, you definitely didn't. Were you
2: kinder? (laughs) (laughs) I I was a kinder person. Oh, good. There you go. I did achieve that.
0: But other than that, yeah. So I didn't have very many. Um, mine were the same as they have been for several weeks to write my journal and to write my gratitudes and do my thank yous and I did them so I finally sent those thank you notes I'm all caught up not all caught up in the journal but caught up like there's still some like major trips that I need to catch up on but like I wrote for all last week so I've written like the dailies up until last night and stuff um, but then still have to do like Alaska and like a couple major things um. Yeah. So those. That's what I was supposed to do. Um. I stayed home, guys. Get this on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. What? I know. It was amazing. <laughs> love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm gonna be gone every day this week, but I stayed home three days last <laughs> week, guys. <laughs> hey, that's all about slowing down. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. <laughs> so, winning that one last week.
1: <laughs> nice. Very nice. You're only supposed. Do two days, so one day yep. covers another day. Or another oh, I can week like that, I can move yeah. it to
4: this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that's how that works.
1: Just like what I do with sleep, I just add it.
4: That definitely doesn't I work. Can. I read a book
1: about that.
0: <laughs>
1: so my uh, my week is I got 76 percent. Oh,
0: Josh, good job!
1: I feel
3: like you are just like little percent every week going on up
1: yeah well it's <laughs> funny because
3: he's like dust <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. stuff yes
3: and i've been going mm. down every week
1: <laughs> so i just my really overall is up like 53 64 <laughs> yeah but last week was 76 i just realized that you can look up each week individually
0: uh-huh. yeah, yeah i think i think i would like that because what if you just have a crummy like the vacation week someone's yeah. on a vacation mm-hmm. right yeah um and that would just totally let you, like, set you off if you didn't put it on vacation. Like, mode. my 36%. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, I have a friend that she was in the hospital, was the only reason why she didn't do her habit. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I couldn't do that habit. I was in the hospital. And she's like, But I have a streak of 238 <laughs> days.
0: Whoa. And I have to restart it.
1: Oh. That sucks. Yeah. And so, um,. So I did pretty good, and then I think my uh, word. So I do birthday goals. Because um, it was your birthday. It was your birthday, birthday. What'd yeah. you do? I just went bowling, and uh, I got sushi to go because Yum. of time constraints. But then I told my sister, and so we went Saturday to sushi with my future brother-in-law, brother in law and sisters, and so it's really fun. Um but it turned out to be more of like a birthday weekend. Love it. Than a birthday like day. Mm-hmm. Which I rarely do. I'm That's like a no, form where you
2: should do that every it's year. A day. Yeah. Should be a
0: week. I do it it I do months. Month. I know somebody
1: that does months.
2: <laughs> Mine's in December, so I don't get a whole month, but
1: uh, but you have Christmas, yeah. New Year's. People just you just like, yeah, they're celebrating me.
2: Celebrating it all the time.
1: She's here. I remember. Okay.
2: To be continued, I'm going to California next weekend. Fun. Last minute trip. I'm going to Disneyland for the first time. Good. Yep. Wait, first time ever? First time ever. Although this trip is adding up really
0: fast. Okay, well, um, who
2: are you going My friend Debbie. There's a tennis tournament in Palm Springs. So okay. we're flying out <clears throat> Wednesday. I'm going to California stuff oh, next fun. weekend. Flying to California Wednesday. Thursday will uh, be Disney.
4: Before.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. I have. Oh
3: Friday. Remember will be, how I messaged you to be on a podcast? Friday will way? be a tennis day. Okay, and then Saturday lounging around. And then I was, like, then the I was so terrible at getting back to <laughs> you. But it was kind of like <laughs> We're gonna okay. go. I, the tickets are only like two dollars I, I also think I wanted you for no we reason, so I think I might still want you on. That Debbie oh, had a okay. connection with you. To. For free. <laughs> yeah.
2: But she doesn't. So, and so I that's like an extra $5,000. And, I that, like and then all the, the places. It's like gonna
3: be an expensive trip. <laughs> I'm i living it up. You know what?
0: Tiffany's like, uh, a female So, I was like, yeah. I'm Heidi. Heidi, you look familiar You look familiar too. We've probably ran into each other somewhere. Probably.
2: Yes. I'm Meredith. A lot of people know you because okay. you're an influencer, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys awesome. know she had a YouTube channel? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, I'm up on you guys. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Thanks
1: for having me. Yeah, this is great. Okay, so we have Tiffany Thomas with us right now, the wealthy Tiffany, right?
5: Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes, and wealth mentor. <laughs> we- wealth
1: mentor. Yes. So she has a YouTube. She does a lot of LinkedIn. That's where I see most of your stuff is on LinkedIn. Yes. Uh, where you kind of publish your YouTube videos. And you're a, a woman investor. Yes. Yeah. And you are teaching people how to become not reliant more on their nine to five job. Yeah. Have it, living the life that they want to basically, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I love the quote that you sent me over. It was... Uh, financial freedom is the best thing money can buy. So can I explain that?
5: Yeah. So that's kind of my focus about like what I teach people is all about financial freedom, becoming financially free at a young age. And a lot of people will say like retirement or something, but I like financially free because retirement sounds old, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, just focusing on that end goal of becoming financially free because that just opens up options for you. You can stay at your nine to five if you want to. Like if you love that, that's fantastic. But you wouldn't have to if you were financially free. If you had all of the money coming in that you needed, um, you can just pursue your passions and dreams and that's what I've been able to do. So well, we hope it's, you
1: dream and it's
5: really, it's really great. It's something Bye. that I'm passionate about. Bye. Bye. So currently right now you don't have a nine-to-five job? I don't. Okay. Nope. I just have my business that I like and helping people, you know, become financially free and helping them learn to invest their money, manage it better. And then I have my own rental properties, too, that I manage.
3: See, I didn't know that you did rental properties. Yes. That's awesome can we back up a little bit when did you get into all this like because I feel like we lived
5: by each other was it like 10 years ago were you yeah. doing it then or so it kind of started a little bit later I bought my first property in 2005 um, and I had roommates so they were helping pay the mortgage and then I kept thinking I need to make my money work for me a little more and so I bought my first rental property in 2015 um, and it was just a two-bedroom two bath condo something really simple so I could get started really easily. Um, And then, yeah, I kind of, so I don't, it was probably around age 36 or something like that, that I really focused in and was like, okay, I need more properties and I need to invest in the stock market and just make as much of my money work for me as possible. So yeah, I kind of started a little later
3: okay but as women i don't know and even as a (laughs) male but i think that i am more i'm like really passionate about this subject but like i think that i'm a little skeptical of who to trust right like when it comes to financial stuff so how did you Figure it out. Sorry, Josh, that I'm asking all
5: these questions. I'm just like really wanting to pick your brain. (laughs) (laughs) I had a friend, a good friend, who invested in real estate. Well, he still invests in real estate. So I asked him a lot of questions because I had seen his success and he wasn't like promoting that or whatever. He was just doing it on the side. He had his own nine to five doing something else. So I asked him a lot of questions because I could trust him. And then I had an old boss too. And he was really successful with real estate. So I asked him a bunch of questions. So they were kind of my two main mentors. Um, and then, yeah, I just thought, you know what, if, if they can do it, I can do it. So I just did a little more research on my own cause I feel like you're right. It's hard to find someone to trust because they're well, okay. So a lot of financial advisors have their own agenda because they make money on like certain products that they're selling. Right. So when you have someone that isn't associated with any firm and they can just teach you, they can educate you, then I feel like you can trust them because they don't have their own agenda. Like there's nothing they're going to make money from like by promoting something in particular that isn't going to be the best fit for you. So, yeah, I just found mentors that way. And, and I actually did work with, um, he was my old 401k rep at my previous job. And so I worked with him for a little bit as a financial advisor. And and that's kind of when I started doing more research on my own. And I was like, he is not giving me the right information. I should not be investing in these things. Like, they cost way too much. And so I was like, I'm done. I'm switching all my stuff over to Vanguard. I'm going to do it on my own. And he was like, you can probably do a better job. And I was like, there it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I mean, you can keep it really simple. It's not like something super difficult if you just have – a little bit of education, then you can invest on your own and have more of your money working for you rather than paying a financial advisor to. So, when you say you did your own research, where did you turn to, and what did you read? And yeah i I looked at a lot of different websites. So I found the Fire Community Financial Independence Retire Early Community. I don't know if you guys have heard of that, but mm-hmm. it's just yeah a whole bunch of different people that have been retiring in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and they just focus on that financial independence. And so I looked at a lot of their websites. One of them that I liked is affordanything.com. She invests in real estate. Um, So I looked at her website a lot for like real estate information, but also just what she was investing in. And one book I read is The Simple Path to Wealth. Um, That was really helpful because, It honestly kept it simple. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So he just, yeah, he talks about investing in the stock market. He doesn't talk anything about real estate, but investing in the stock market and just investing in what's called an index fund. Um, So you're not like doing individual stocks and tracking all of these different investments. You can just pick one really simple fund and you can do two funds if you're older and you wanna invest in bonds as well as stocks. Um, So that book was really helpful and his website is helpful too. JL Collins is his name. Um, yeah, trying to think what else, um, I read Rich Dad Poor Dad a long time ago and that kind of changed my mindset on how money should be working. He talks about, you know, buying assets and then you can, once you have your asset and it's making you money, you can buy your toys or whatever, like a nice car, whatever you Mm -hmm. want, but you (laughs) need something that's going to make you money, make your money work for you first.
2: Well, and I read, I recently read The Richest Man in Babylon. Mm -hmm. Did you read that one as well? I did, yeah. And it talks about having at least seven, millionaires have at least seven forms of income that are circulating always. Mm -hmm. So whether like someone will write a book or your investments, um, real estate or investment properties, seven seems like a lot. But once you put your money into something, I have a coworker who's brilliant with money and she's investing some money that she saved up. And so that's another form of income for her. And so it's fascinating what you can do. I have a sister that I'm really pushing to buy real estate right now because she's in a position where she can. So I'm going to Um, (laughs) record questions I ask will hopefully help me convince her when I say, I need you to listen to this episode (laughs) Perfect, (laughs) because she has a career that it's a nonprofit. It's not something that's going to make her a lot of money, but she loves what she does. Yeah, but I want her to be super successful and she can still do what she loves in nonprofit,
5: but be making bank on Great. the side if I can get her going.
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One,
4: yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I do love real estate. It's made the biggest difference, I think, for me becoming financially free. Like, real estate is where it's at because. And especially if you're single, like you can move into the property and then you get roommates and then you can move out and just like replace yourself there and then get more roommates in the next property. And if it's a rental property, you have, you have to have more down for a down payment, but if you're living in it, you can have a lower down payment. You can do like 3%, maybe 5%, depending on your lender, but you can start with a really small amount and then. Like grow from there, so mm-hmm. yeah. And your first stuff was at thirty-five, like the
3: first things that you did.
5: Um, are you th- yeah around yeah around that age? So I I mean I had my like very first property at twenty-five, um, but I wasn't really in that mindset of like I really need my money to work for me. It was just more like yeah I want to live here and I'll have roommates. Like I like living with roommates. I don't really like living by yeah. myself anyway. So. But yeah, it was later when I was... Because,
3: I mean, I feel like I'm getting started later in the game of things. And so to hear that, I don't know. Don't you guys think that's... Because now you have, like, this YouTube channel. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember looking at your... um, You're LinkedIn, and you're like a millionaire, aren't you? Or
4: something? Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) I mean, not to
3: like.
2: (laughs) I I think it's good to point out so that we know we can trust her in what she's saying. (laughs) But really, though, like most people aren't. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Most
5: of my
4: friends aren't. No,
2: and this is why. This is really why I want my sister to get in on it. I mean, I want to be a millionaire Mm -hmm. too. I'm, I'm doing my own stuff, but you know, I just really, I think this is so applicable across the board it's so doable when For being sure. a millionaire used to seem like so far away still feels like far away it really <laughs> does still feel like far away
5: but but yeah. It, yeah it's definitely doable and honestly like the quickest way i think is through real estate just you can start creating that cash flow and your properties will appreciate over time so i mean of course there could be a crash like i mean it, i don't feel like it will be like 2008 was because we have new policies in place but you know, there can be dips or whatever, but if you're willing to hold your properties for the long term, they'll just appreciate and you can create cash flow from those properties. And once you get started, it's easier to keep going. So you just have to take that first step and and start. <laughs> Would you say a first step is purchasing
2: a rental property or doing investments, going with like IRA, 401Ks? I mean, most of us probably have that through our work or whatnot, but on an individual, what would you say the first step would be?
5: I would say it depends on the individual. If they have interest in real estate and they have enough for a down payment, like get started in real estate. I think that's a great option, but if you don't have enough for a down payment, for sure, at least start with your 401k and get your 401k match. Like that's free money. You don't want to leave on the table. So. For sure do that. And then set up, I personally like a Roth IRA mm-hmm. um, for different reasons. We can talk about that if you want. But yeah, I would set one of those up on your own. You don't have to do that through work. It's an individual retirement account. Um, and I use Vanguard's, they're a great company. They've been around for a long time. So you can just set that up and contribute the max amount each year, which I think is 6,000. It might've gone it up. Is. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, contribute that in the stock market. And you can get started very easily. Like you can just, like I was saying before, invest in an index fund. My favorite fund is the Vanguard Total Stock Market Fund. And you can do... I don't know how much detail you guys want, but, we want to know yeah, that. no, okay. like, we're, we're you know, like, eating, the like, eating out of a yeah. okay. well done, Josh. Well done.
2: Okay. Um, I was
5: thinking that. I was like, Josh brings in great guests. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, so you can start with the ETF version. it's It's called an exchange traded fund, but you can do the Vanguard total stock market ETF, and that's... I don't know what it's trading at right now, maybe $200 or something. It's a very low amount. So you can just, you know, every time you get paid, just contribute that into your Roth IRA and invest it in that total stock market fund or ETF. And like, that's all you have to do. Like, it's a stock market fund. So you're investing in only stocks. So it'll be riskier, right? But you can just kind of keep that on the back burner. You don't have to check that all the time because it follows the total stock market. So you are you don't have to worry about switching things out. You can just continue to invest in that. And then when you get closer to you know, getting older and you wanna start pulling money out, you can do what's called a total bond market fund. And I like the Vanguard total bond market fund. So you can start putting some of your money in that, which is a little more stable than the stock fund. But that's a super easy way to get started. So I would definitely like, if you have just a few hundred dollars, I would say do that, like get your 401k match, set up your Roth, and then you can set up a brokerage account. And if you're thinking about retiring early or you know becoming financially free at a young age, brokerage account is nice because you can pull out that money anytime you want. You don't have to wait until retirement age. So you can. What I did when I bought my fourth property, I had um, a bunch of stocks and um, some money in the in the Vanguard Total Stock Market Fund um, in my brokerage account, and so. For my down payment, I just cashed that out and was like, okay, here's part of the money for my down payment. And then I had savings for the rest. But it made it really easy to do that. So, and another reason I like the Roth IRA, I'm, knowing, I'm going back a little bit, but is because you can pull out your contributions at any time. And you can't do that with a traditional Roth IRA. So if you wanted to pull money out and put it into another investment like real estate, you can do that with your contributions. Clarify
2: those two differences of Roth, because you said a traditional and what was the other one? Yeah.
5: And then the Roth IRA. So there's a traditional IRA, which, um, you pay taxes Mm -hmm. when, when you're taking the money out, um, and with a Roth IRA, you're paying taxes before the money goes in. So all of your money is growing tax free. So when you take that money out later, it's it's tax-free, you don't have to pay any taxes, and I I like that because I don't really know what taxes are going to do later, so I I would just rather pay them now, Um, and I mean, if if you want to lower your tax bracket now, if you do make a ton of money, then you could set up a traditional IRA to lower your tax bracket, so depending on where you're at.
2: Yeah. No, cause you, Josh just said 6,000 was like the max you can.
1: Within a year, but you can have yeah. multiple IRAs. Yeah.
2: IRA.
0: Into each individual one. Yeah.
5: So you can, you can have like a traditional IRA and a Roth if you wanted to, but you can't, you have to split that amount between those two. So 6,000 so, is total that you can put yeah. into
2: anything. Okay. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I did the math. I did have to use a calculator, but <laughs> over 12 months, that's only $500. Um, to paychecks for me right now, like that still seems pretty doable or at least getting close to that. Yeah. And that adds up
5: very quickly year after year. So it does. And yeah, especially when you're investing in the stock market because Mm -hmm. it just, I mean, it'll go up and sure there will be dips, so it'll come down, but over the long term, it goes up, which is fantastic. So leaving your money sitting in a savings account isn't isn't a good idea. You're just losing money by doing that because it's not even keeping up with inflation, which is like around 3%. So I would definitely say invest as much as you can, as soon as you can.
3: I feel like we want to pick your brain on like specifics, (laughs) but more than anything, like, have you lost money?
2: I yeah, tell me about that. Yeah, like it's don't you guys know like yeah. I mean,
5: that really <laughs> dreamy. But saying, well.
3: Yeah, like what's what? Yeah. What should we expect? Great, yeah, great
5: question. Uh-huh. So you only lose money when you sell the investments and it's below what you paid for it. So if you're investing in good funds, for example, like the Total Stock Market Fund, which tracks the U.S. stock market, and Yeah. Like for example, during COVID, like everything went down. Right. So if I would have sold during COVID, yeah, I would have lost money Mm -hmm. because it was down. Right. But I didn't, I thought, oh, I know this is going to come back up because over the long term it does. So what did I do? I invested more money and got a really good deal. So yeah, it's only when you sell your investments at a, at a lower price than what you bought it for is when you lose money. So. I'm not investing, yeah, I'm not investing in really risky companies that are brand new and are maybe going to go bankrupt or, you know, and I mean, you can make a lot of money doing that if you Mm -hmm. pick the right companies, but that's not where I want to spend my time. Uh, I would rather be traveling and doing fun stuff. So I just pick something that's not as risky and then yeah, I just call it good. So no, I haven't lost money because I haven't sold when things are down and I haven't invested in really risky things that are. As you were talking, I was thinking, because
3: we uh, Meredith and I think all of us have talked about like attachment styles. And I was like, She's a secure attachment when it comes to financial, like, and I'm sharing your relationships, but, you know, like, (laughs) like, (laughs) it's like you don't get anxious when everyone else is, when everyone's pulling away or whatever, Uh like, but, yeah, like, that secure, that steady of, like, it's going to work out. like, And you
2: trust it. Yeah. mm
3: -hmm.
2: Yep. You give your money the space. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Perfect.
4: (laughs)
0: So you're a, men- a wealth mentor? Yes. Okay, so if you, I mean you have clients, people come uh-huh. to you, you advise them. Yes. What, is, what does that look like?
5: Yeah, so I do, it's usually just a one-on-one session and I do one hour or three hour sessions. And so people will come to me for a number of different reasons. If they just want help getting their budget set up or if they want to get started investing in real estate or in the stock market, um, whatever questions they have about being better with their money, really, um, or even getting out of debt. So I've had all different clients, um, just depending on what their needs are. And yeah, I just have them fill out a little questionnaire beforehand so we know what we're going to discuss and what they want to get out of the session. So I'm really clear with that and I can answer their questions and help them where they need it. So yeah, it's a very simple process, but very, Effective because, you know, like we talked about before, you don't really know who you can trust. And a lot of people have their own agendas. And I just want to help people and educate them. And I'm not trying to push a certain product or anything mm-hmm. like that. So. so you are Are you a financial advisor? No, I'm not. Okay. Yeah. She has I, no agenda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's the happiness. other thing. <laughs> 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 like, I want to show people that they can do it without those certifications. Um, and they can make their money work for them without having to... Pay fees. Yeah. Yep, pay the fees and do all the certifications and promote products that aren't good for people. So Okay, so I have I have a financial question for you.
2: Um, what to do in (laughs) in certain situations. So like, you know, having money, having savings in a bank account or a checking account or a credit union, not the greatest place to have it, but how much would you say to have in that Fluid spot, liquid, we'd call it liquid in yes, financial yes. versus putting that all into investments. Like, actually, you probably may have answered it with the whole stock exchange thing because there is a little bit more freedom bringing it out than just the IRAs and the Roths and everything. But how much do you put into your savings, and then how much
5: do you put out of your savings? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So you, you want to be able to sleep at night, so you don't want to put everything in the stock market. But the way I look at it is, okay, how much cash do you have access to and what do you feel comfortable with? So I hate to give like a number because people have different salaries, people have different expenses. So what I say is just take a look at your expenses and... Any deductibles that you have, Um, so if you do own a home, you'll probably want more in your savings because you might need a new furnace or I just had to replace an air conditioner at one of my rentals, Um, things like that. But if you don't and you just have maybe your, um, you know, your deductible for your car insurance um, or renter's insurance or something like that kind of look at those amounts and see, okay, this one's a 1,000 or this one's 500. And if something were to go wrong, I would need to pay that out of pocket. Um, So kind of think of different emergencies that could come up and then you can kind of add up those amounts and take a look at your expenses, right? So if you wanted to be able to live for three months or six months or something, then take a look at your expenses and then you can figure out what that amount would be. Um, but I don't like having a lot of money in savings because I have access to cash other ways. So if you are investing in a brokerage account and you can pull that money out at any time, yes, you know, the stock market could be low when you need to pull that money out. So you still want to have some type of savings, but you want a lot of your money working for you. Um, so I would say invest as much as possible. And if you have a steady job, you're getting paid every two weeks, well, maybe you could cut back for a couple of weeks if an emergency came up and you needed a little extra money. Or, you know, if, you have access to a credit card and you're, you're paying it off in full every month. I don't promote <laughs> keeping balances on credit cards, um, but you can use that and have like that 30 day or 25 day, you know, allowance to pay that credit card when you get your next paycheck or something like that. So I just, yeah, I tell people, look at your expenses, look at your deductibles. You know, if an emergency happened, how much would you actually need to pay? And do you have another source of income that you could pull from? So does that help oh that helps a lot
4: okay yeah.
5: <laughs> well and, so you have a youtube channel yes and it's called the wealth- tiffany thomas your T- wealth mentor okay or you can type in wealthy tiffany it'll yeah. pop up too <laughs> yeah that's what i think you do know, is wealthy <laughs> yeah. Tiff- Tiff- yeah it's right? my website yeah. wealthytiffany.com. is my website yeah <laughs> so how did that get started um i just yeah one day i was thinking what is a way I can get people to kind of relate to me and just give them still free content. And I thought video is a really great way for that. Um, rather than just kind of hearing someone or doing a blog, um, I thought videos like a great way. And so, yeah, I just thought I'll try out YouTube and I really like it. And just providing that free content every week to people I think can be really helpful. Um, cause it's just, it's free and it's educational and it's just out there for people. So yeah, I've just been consistent with that over the past couple years or so. And I don't, yeah, I've gotten a lot of great comments on there and people subscribing and yeah, I just think it's a really good avenue to, to educate on finance and help people that way. What was your
2: career before you did this?
5: Before I was doing marketing for a food storage company, like okay. a freeze dried food storage company, um, I was doing online marketing for them and was there for a while. And it was a good job for a, for a long time. Like I was there, like six, just over six years, I think. Um, but toward the end, I just wasn't very happy there. Um, and so that's when I decided to work in my business full time and just, and I ha- had my properties that I was managing too. So, but yeah, that's what I was doing b- before was marketing. Cool. Was
1: that a hard leap for you?
5: Uh, it was a little scary. <laughs> so, I mean, it's always scary to quit your full-time job, right, and, and do something on your own. But it was it was a good time to, to leave that job and just pursue my passion and, yeah, help people in this area. Um, so it, it was scary. But I had things in place. Like I had a savings. I had investments. I had rentals. And so I felt pretty... Secure, Secure. Mm-hmm. in in quitting my job. So, so did it's you rough.
1: have your first client before or after you decided to go all in?
5: So I had just helped people here and there, like my roommates and stuff. So I hadn't had an official client. Um, and I ended up creating an online course, a couple of online courses. So people had signed up for that. Um, but I didn't have, yeah, my business wasn't huge or, or anything like that. that but... Yeah, I just thought, now's a good time. I'm going to try this out and just see how it goes. Cool. Yeah. I think it's just a crazy thought that
2: someone could... You can make what you would at a 9-to-5 job, like a salaried 9-to-5 job, by doing something that's not a (laughs) (laughs) 9-to-5. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, to think that I could survive by... I don't, you know, it's just such a
5: crazy <laughs> thought, but it's it's doable well, and that's what people do.
4: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's true.
5: Yeah. And it's not, I mean, it's not for everyone, but it's nice to have like rental income and things like that. Like you were talking about your sister working for a nonprofit and not making a ton of money. So there is other things she can do on the side to, to bring in more income, but mm-hmm. it's not what everyone thinks about or, yeah, thinks it's possible. Yeah but it can happen. <laughs> yeah.
0: So now that you're um, financially independent before retirement age, what are you doing with your life? Like, what do you, what great things are you filling your time with?
5: Yeah, so my business is one of them, of course. Um, yeah, helping people and creating YouTube content. Uh, and I really like traveling as well. I did a lot of more local trips during last year just mm-hmm. because of COVID and stuff. Um, But it was really fun just, yeah, taking trips here and there, and I really like doing that. And I actually just got Zumba certified. So, yeah, I've taught a few Zumba classes and figuring out, like, which direction I want to go with that. Um, But, yeah, keeping myself healthy. I feel like I have time to focus on that where I'm not working a 9 to 5. I can just set my own schedule and my own, like, time to work out and stuff like that. And then I'm working on another book, too. So oh, I wrote, wrote yeah, I wrote a book, um, Financial Freedom for Females, Twenty 20- Yeah! That's right, that's right. <laughs> that's you. Do. <laughs> clap, Josh. Clap,
4: clap, clap. Yeah, Josh. It for females. <laughs> it applies to guys too, <laughs> okay, but, okay. but my title is for females. <laughs> so I just had to do it.
5: I love it. Um, yeah, so that's on Amazon Kindle. So I'm working on another book and it'll be my journey to financial freedom. So it'll be just more of my story um, on how I was able to achieve that. So I'm working on that too. And then I spend time with my like nieces and nephews and visiting with my parents more, they're getting older and yeah, just spending more time with family. And then I do manage my own rentals. so I spend time on that stuff too mm-hmm. and just. Yeah, whatever's going on. So it's fun. I think we,
2: we the four of us have focused a lot on kind of like our daily success, our morning and evening routine. Can you tell us what a day in the life of Tiffany looks like? Yeah, well,
5: sure. Tiffany looks <laughs> like? Yeah. It, it kind of varies, but yeah, like I'll get up and I'll go to Zumba, a Zumba class. Um, what time do you get up? Oh, I get up like, I wake up like a little after seven. Like, okay. Yeah. So not... Like There's no reason, right but, but I'm to not like, yeah, we, we, ten, just like, out out. Don't know. we just like hearing people's habits,
3: so yeah, yeah, nice, yes. okay. yeah. <laughs> daily
1: routine, yeah, you know.
3: perfect. Um, <laughs> we are not judging if you get up at 10, <laughs> hey, you're <laughs> your own boss, <laughs> you're, a you're, you're
4: a millionaire. millionaire. millionaire <laughs> to yeah, <talk>.
1: yeah. <laughs> then she's like, in that case, I get up at 10 01.
5: Every morning, <laughs> yeah, Yeah, so I'll do my Zimba class and then just, yeah, I'll come home and make breakfast, um, get ready for the day. And then if I have something I want to work on, like, I'll create content um, for my YouTube channel. Um, So I'll do that. Or if there's something I need to do at my rental, then I'll take care of that. Um, And then I don't, like, it just depends. Like, sometimes, like, I'll visit my sister or something like that. Or I don't know. I try to... Like leave the house every day, so I'm not just mm-hmm. in the house all the di- all the time. But it just varies. There's not a real yeah consistent. I mean, I do zoom, but Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like that's consistent. And then I teach on Saturday sometimes, so there's that. But yeah, yeah, and then yeah, at night, like I don't really have like a wind down. I don't know. I'll like make sure I pray <laughs> in, in the morning and at night, but. Yeah, I don't, I'm pretty (laughs) low-key. I don't know what else to
4: say. (laughs) I mean,
2: because when we think about people who are, we're going to talk about you being a millionaire. I find this a really awkward thing to say, actually, out loud, to talk about somebody else's financial situation (laughs) so freely. Mm -hmm. But it's like Bezos, or Bezos, is that his Mm -hmm. name? Millionaires are out there. I mean, but they're far away. They're the people that you hear about on the news. And to know that you are a person that, I, aren't you in Josh's and Steph's and Heidi's we, ward? We yeah. met
1: country dancing
2: mm-hmm. and I, we live by each other. Was a Murray? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, I mean, but you're just there with us and yeah. it's so, it's also a very, an interesting thought just to have like your normal person that's doing it, um, financially yeah. free and it's achievable and you know, yeah. It's More like relatable.
1: that millionaire next door mm-hmm. kind yeah. of
4: story.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because to think you're a millionaire and you're living with roommates. <laughs> <you> yeah. <know? laughs> Unless, and there's yeah. nothing wrong
5: with it because that's our lives. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, yeah, I feel, I don't know, I don't go around like. Telling everyone I'm a millionaire. Yeah. Like if yeah. I announced it on my YouTube, <laughs> <shop>. right? <laughs> but I'm not like <laughs> going to
3: church. Thinking, yeah. You don't know
4: me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> but uh, is that awkward in dating? Like, is, does it create a problem? Like, are there men looking for a sugar mama? I mean, I think we. Am I the only one that's been wondering this? Because I would want to keep like, it a secret, you know.
5: <laughs> yeah. So it's not. Something I bring up.
3: Yeah. But if they
5: Google you. (laughs) Right. Then then I'm in trouble. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I think I've been okay so far. I mean, I'll get comments on my YouTube videos like, oh, marry me, whatever. Yeah. But as far as dating, like, I don't, I don't think I've found, like, a gold digger. Okay. Whatever. But also, <laughs> but I mean, that
2: kind of goes back to the point I'm making where you're just a normal person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, That to find that out is shocking because you don't walk around with gold diamond <laughs> earrings, <laughs> you know, yeah, right whenever. or whatever. She dressed young for us today.
4: She oh, yeah. It. She, knew we she uses her coat.
1: costume for me <laughs> yeah. when she goes out. Yeah. Um, my my earrings probably <laughs> cost more than your earrings, right? I, you know. I heard of an interview with... Uh, t-pain mm-hmm. he's like when i go out i use costume jewelry you know how expensive things are people just ripping it off your neck and running away from it oh, and he's he like if it. i buy real gold stuff it's like staying it at, home. at home like special <laughs> <laughs> events but he's like if i'm out and about it's all a costume jewelry. interesting i'm like but- that's awesome <laughs> that's cool
0: I'm concerned about the quality of his jewelry in the first place. If someone can rip it off his neck, <laughs> true. <laughs> but like, if he gets
1: stolen, like uh, yeah. a watch or something. Uh, yeah.
2: Well, Kim Kardashian, I saw a news thing. <laughs> I don't follow Kim Kardashian, but they sure. were they <laughs> were at something. I don't remember why I even saw this, but they were at something. Where somebody knew where they were going to be and staged a robbery, and they got off with thousands really? oh, and wow. thousands of dollars of jewelry from her. Yeah, they like posed as cleaning, like all this stuff, and it was it was shocking how they got away with. it. I don't remember if it was on a Dateline or something. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, something, <laughs> but. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway. Yeah. Back to you. yeah <laughs> back to you. Sorry. No. My diamonds are at home. So I yeah, could see not. it not really affecting with your everyday life because it's not like you walk around with yeah. media following you no. or showcasing. Yeah, no. and I know that when I had heard about you, it was at a dinner group where somebody was mentioning. I came in halfway through the conversation, but it was just like, oh yeah, she's good with finances. Here's her YouTube channel, oh. and that kind of thing. So
3: nice. Yeah, so she already knew you before. I did. <laughs> I'm a
2: super fan. Actually, I haven't watched any YouTube videos, but I want to. Yeah, I should. feel like for me personally, um, I'm pretty good knowing, but I know that there's so much more I can be doing financially. I love working my job. Um, some weeks not so much, but. Um, I have through I work for the University of Utah, so the benefits are great there. Nice. I have some investments, but there's always so much more, and I think it's that that next step of like timidness to not be so conservative with putting your money out there. I don't know. I have been since reading the Babylon book, thinking about ways I could make my own money. I do want to write a children's book.
4: Yeah, with should. pictures. Yeah. That's with your pictures. Yeah, yeah.
2: That will be one of them. That will be one of them Perfect. one day. But, but just like how much more aggressive, but not really aggressive. It's just easy. It's not easy, but it's you just gotta do it. Yeah, just take that step.
4: hmm
3: Totally. So, what's been like one of your most rewarding experiences with your clients, like helping them find financial freedom?
5: Yeah, I had one client, um, she just grew up in a home that was, they just didn't have a good mindset around money. Um, Her parents were poor, and they would always borrow money from people, and it was just a very scarce mindset around money, Um, and so she had some debt that she wanted to pay off, and so we had set up a plan, um, and she had multiple sessions with me but just one of our phone calls um after she had started to make progress with her debt and just getting her finances more in order she uh, just broke down on one of the phone calls and was like i never thought i could do this like i never thought this was possible i just didn't realize it was even possible for me and i don't know like that was really cool just to hear her kind of change that mindset around money and make that progress. And just knowing that she can actually pay off her debt and have extra money, like have a savings, have an emergency fund. Um, so that was a cool, that was probably the, my favorite experience. Just hearing her be so emotional about it and just making that progress and hearing, yeah, just that change in her around money. It was really cool. I, f- I just feel like I'm so
2: stuck on the fact that like, man, this is doable. You know, yeah, how, um, how easy, but not easy. Like it takes time, right? For that sure. person who had to pay off debt and whatnot, but it like, you can do it.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's totally doable. And that's, yeah, that's the other thing. Cause people just think it's so far out of reach. But really, if they just sit down and take a look at their finances and really prioritize what they want to be spending their money on and really focusing on making their money work for them, it is totally doable.
1: Do you feel that is like the most popular goal that you help your clients set is achieving like a budget?
5: Um, it really has varied. There's not like one Thing that stands out the most because oh. I've helped, yeah, I've helped multiple people with debt and with budgeting and with investing. Like those are the three main
4: mm-hmm.
5: things that I, yeah, that I've helped people with.
1: Out of those three, what are your? Which one is your favorite to help people with?
5: Investing. investing. That's what I. Yeah, because that. So I was a really big saver, um, and then I switched over to be more of an investor. And just doing that made such a difference in my life that I was like, I have to, to share this, like I have to help people do this. So that's, yeah, that's what I'm most passionate about is getting their money working for them because that is gonna make such a huge difference. Um, just getting to that financial freedom and then having them have options and choices that they may not even realize that is possible.
0: So to start that, I go to Vanguard, Get a login or something, give
4: them some money into there. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah, I <laughs> need you. Money. That's so solid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Total stock market by PTF. Is that what I'm looking for? Is that how I do this?
5: Yes, yeah, so <laughs> yes, yeah, so you can go to Vanguard. Okay. <laughs> you can set up a Roth IRA, okay. is probably what I would okay. recommend. Um, And then, yes, once that's opened on their website, then you can just hook your checking account to that or savings account, transfer money over to Vanguard, and then go in there and actually place your order, because if you just leave your money sitting in there, it's not invested in anything, and okay. people forget that sometimes. Hmm. So you want to actually make the purchase. So you'll like click on buy or whatever it says, place an order or something, um, and select the Vanguard total stock market ETF if you only have like a few hundred dollars. So there's the Vanguard total stock market index fund. That is a $3,000 minimum to get started in that. So you can just do the ETF for now and just keep it very simple. And you can just start with that couple hundred, a few hundred dollars that you have and just. Is, yeah, do that every Does the every ETF
2: paycheck. and the Roth go work together? Or are they two oh, okay. they're two separate things, right? So
5: yeah, they're two separate things. So a Roth IRA is the account. So think of it like your purse. Sorry, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> your man Yeah, <laughs> 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 We've all seen
2: the that over here. <laughs>
5: We've seen yes, that friends. So. <laughs> so the Roth IRA is your purse. Um And you purchase the ETF, um, so that would be like your lipstick you're going to put in your purse. So the Roth IRA is your purse. You'll put the ETF, your lipstick, into the purse. So you're purchasing that inside of your Roth IRA. Okay. Does
0: that help? Yes. Okay.
3: So you don't even need to go to a branch or anything. You can just
5: do it all online? Oh, yeah. You can do it all online.
0: And then if I, like, let's say $200 or something, right, Uh then can I go buy, like, a bunch of $200 things? Yes. Or do I need to like go to the $3,000 level?
5: No. So you can buy multiple shares of the ETF. Okay. Yes. So you can just buy that one ETF, the same one. You don't need a whole bunch of different ones. Um, so you can just, yeah, buy like three lipsticks in the same color. Put them in your purse. <laughs> yeah. So three shares of the ETF okay. inside. This your is why really it's so good to have I, a woman I, investor. It makes so I much
2: know more sense. I what are talking about now. And <laughs> we were literally talking about how I just ran out of lipstick
4: before the podcast. Okay. So.
2: Yeah. I can do this. Like that's <laughs> actually. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I know my next step. I, I've been wondering what my next step would be. Which the next one would be to buy somewhere, which is a mm-hmm. huge step. So this is a good next step. <laughs> Perfect. Well, and sometimes it is
3: intimidating to like, if you were to go to a financial advisor place and be like, I want to open, you know, right, right. but the fact that it's all online. So how much do like you charge for your sessions or your online
5: courses? I mean, are we all wondering that? Yeah, it's one twenty nine an hour. That's it? So Yeah, that's it. That's That's really
3: affordable for, I feel like, all your knowledge, so
1: yeah. So do you hold your um, clients accountable for their goals or whatever they wanna do in your session?
5: So if they set up multiple sessions, then yes, I'm able to follow up with them. Um, But if it's just one session, then I don't really have a way. I mean, I tell them like, (laughs) please let me know, <laughs> like send me an email, mm. right? But yeah, I don't follow up with them when it's just a one. A one time, Uh huh. Yes. sense. See, I love this because
3: like, I've learned the value of professionals in so many avenues of my life, right? Like to have like professionals that are skilled in that area. And I have been looking for someone that's like, skilled in finances, but it's, like, been all these men that I've been meeting. And not that there's anything wrong with your men, folk, Josh. Sure. But to have a single female, like, that I, n- new, I've known you pre, yeah. like, you know, it just makes me feel like, oh, okay, this is cool, and I'm excited because I will be giving you a call. <laughs> so. Okay, so
2: I have two questions to kind of follow up with what Josh okay. says before I forget. I have to tell you there's two so I remember mm-hmm. both of okay. them. The first one is in a session, do you ask for access to like all the financial numbers? Like if you are n- working on more than just the budgeting part or even just the budgeting, do you ask for that information and do how you see open someone financially are? naked? Yeah
5: <laughs> Do you require nudity? <laughs> Well <laughs> So it really depends on the person. Um, but if they can share those numbers with me, then it's a lot easier for me to say, okay, I can see you have this and this let's, you know, put money here or whatever. So as much detail as you can share with me, the better it will be. Um, but I'm not going to say, okay, you log into all of your accounts, right? show me exactly like depending on what you want, that is really helpful, but if you're not comfortable with that, and you want to just some like general knowledge, general education, then that's fine. Mm. But it's it's more helpful if if they're more open and they can.
2: And you said one twenty nine for three hours.
5: One hour, one twenty nine an hour. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you do three sessions, it's two ninety nine. So there's a discount. Oh yeah.
2: Okay. And there so my follow up question: You mentioned Vanguard a lot, but does Fidelity also have the same things that Vanguard does with the EFTs ETFs? Does
5: T. Um T D Ameritrade. Is that yeah, that? and then the Tia Gref. Oh. Um. So yeah, they will have their own version of the total stock market fund. Okay. So yep, Vanguard's is clearly Vanguard total stock market fund, but Fidelity has their own. Most major ones will have their own, and if they don't, then they'll offer the Vanguard or Fidelity. Okay. Yep. Those Why do you ones? like Vanguard the most? So Vanguard is actually owned by us, by the users. So I like that because they're not incentivized to raise their prices. They're, we can get into other things, but, um, they're not incentivized in other ways to, to raise prices, raise costs because they're owned by the people using Vanguard. So that's why they're my favorite and they have great funds and they're really low cost. So
2: I like them my my other friend to add to that that is very financially independent or whatever the wording you use she also is a very big fan of vanguard she also has fidelity but she will she likes pr- she promotes vanguard as well nice just to give them a plug as well yeah, yeah. yeah. or a second witness yes <laughs>
3: perfect I feel like we've been all so eager to like, pick your your brain tonight and
2: back.
1: (laughs) So, I do have one question. Um, So, going back to the IRA, Mm -hmm. like the um, post tax, Mm -hmm. I guess, is non traditional, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Save, you're only able to have one, right? But Mm -hmm. is it with just one in general, or can you have it with different? brokerage
5: oh so yes you can have yeah so if you already had one set up through your work or something like that Mm -hmm. you can have that one and then set up one at vanguard you just don't want to contribute more than that six thousand dollars in that year to all of them right yes so a total of six thousand yeah yeah. however you divvy that up yeah because there's a penalty isn't there yes Mm
4: mm-hmm
2: I better check mine, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> Not that I'm putting in that much, but I just wanna see how much is going into it. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. Huh. Um, okay, so if you're limited at the 6,000 with just the Roth, and this is going above and beyond, um, how else are you able to continue to contribute to things without being penalized? So that's probably just for Roth. What are your other options outside of that stuff?
5: Yeah, so for sure the 401k match you can contribute to that plus your Roth and then you can also do a brokerage account um, like I mentioned before and that just means you can pull that money out at any time so that's really nice if you are looking at retiring early you do have to pay taxes on that money um, when you pull it out so if you keep your investments in there at least a year then you're going to pay less in taxes because you'll pay what's called a long-term capital gains tax rate, which is going to be lower than your normal, most likely will be lower than your normal um, tax rate. So anyway, keep your investments in there for at least a year. And there's also an HSA that can be an investment vehicle as well, the health savings account, if you're eligible for that. So if you have a high-deductible insurance plan, Um, and it's HSA qualified, you can set that up and you can invest (coughs) that money in the stock market in most HSA accounts. There may be some that don't allow that. Um, But that's um, what I've done as well because I'm self-employed, so setting up a high deductible HSA qualified plan is a really good route because that money goes in tax-free. And then you can use it for medical expenses and it comes out tax-free. So you would just keep your receipts for any medical expense that you've had. You can just pay out of pocket and then get reimbursed later for those expenses. Um, But that way your money's invested in the stock market inside of your HSA if that's eligible with your HSA plan.
0: So you leave some in the HSA and then like invest part of it or it's like Technically invested, but you're using it at the same time, they figure that out.
5: So, you would set that up. So, if you just put your money into your HSA, mm-hmm. it's just sitting kind of in a savings, yeah. Um, and if you want to use that money for medical expenses, then you don't need to invest at all, okay. But you could go into your account and say, Okay, I want to do the investing portion, and then you can select the amount that you want oh, okay. to put in the stock market.
3: Why does all this stuff just seem so confusing? Like, whenever the benefits guy comes at work, it's always like, I don't understand what you're talking about with things. But it's like, the people that get it, it's so easy to you, you know? Like, it's like... And, it, and I feel like everyone that understands all this stuff, you guys are the ones making money. So. <laughs> yeah,
0: the rest of us are like, the what? Yeah. Can you tell me for the 20th time the difference between an IRA and a Rothbard? Right? Like, like, yeah. You don't know what that is. And I'm like, oh, no, like, The level of importance in my
4: mind for that kind of information
0: is just like, that's, so low. That's which the thing. I need to change that and make yeah. it so high mm-hmm. so that I can like.
2: Eat. I think the thing is, is that we, we are like financial and we shut off we mm-hmm. think, well, that's too hard. Investing, yes. oh, that sounds scary. Yeah. But when you start to look at it um, on, a, on a step-by-step level, I don't think it is as scary. Because I remember that, but I had an employer that he didn't have benefits because we were so small. Mm-hmm. He didn't have health benefits, but he matched 3%, which was a really good nice. up to 3%. Whatever I put in, he... So that was when I first started... And it was like, oh, okay, I get what this is and then adding it. But I think there is just a a stigma around financial stuff that it's hard and it's out there. Mm-hmm. That's what rich people do.
0: <laughs> That's not what
2: normal people do. Yeah. I just you keep know. my budget. I can handle that. Yeah. yeah. All the little columns, check,
0: check, check. And then... Yeah. Right.
2: And isn't that the book, Poor Father, Rich Father, Some that. what's the title? Oh, rich Dad, sure? Poor Dad. That one, mm-hmm. where it talks about. And I didn't read it, but I've just heard, <laughs> and I could have this wrong, where wealthy families teach their children to invest versus poorer families teach them how to work mm-hmm. hard for the money. And mm-hmm. and once you learn how to get past that, but it does seem like such a faraway thing that I think mentally we shut down. We think, that's hard. I'm not doing that. I don't have time for that. Like you said, I have this much room in
5: my brain for that, (laughs) (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) And we're out, but when you give it a little bit of time. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to do. Just, yeah, help people do it really simply, like buying that fund. It's super simple. Um, and it's, it's reachable. It's not out of reach. Like you can do it just one step at a time for sure and keep it super simple. So do you still budget? Or yeah, you, yeah, uh, yeah. I like spreadsheets and <laughs> I like my budget. I don't know. I, yeah, I update it. And <laughs> where do you feel like most people fell
3: in budgeting? Cause you said that you were such a good saver. Like, how did you save all that?
5: That's a good question. I, yeah, I guess it kind of came from my parents. Like it was kind of ingrained, like you need to save your money. Like you need to have something like a rainy day fund. Um, but having my budget and just like seeing the numbers makes a big difference. And I use a free app. It's called personal capital. I talk about it all the time on my YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) No,
1: say that again. So we can get, make sure everybody gets it. personal
5: capital is what it's called. Uh, it's a free app and it will hook all of your financial accounts inside of Personal Capital. So all of your credit cards, your mortgage. Why does this never come up when I Google it? (laughs) Um, Just go to my YouTube, it's a link in there. Yep, any one of my videos. Uh, And I feel like that's where people fell. They don't want to look at their budget, they Mm -hmm. don't want to look at their numbers. They think, oh, writing it down is taking too much time. Anyway, but using this app um, and just hooking all of your accounts to it Um, Because it does your 401k too. So it has your investment account. Can it hook your mortgage? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What? (laughs) Yep. Yes. (laughs) So So it's, yeah, it's amazing. Um, But it just shows your financial picture in one place. So you log into the app, you can see, oh, my mortgage payment went through. Um, I got rental income this month, whatever it is, right. You can see everything in one place. You can see your net worth so you can see, okay, I have like this loan, this mortgage, whatever. Um, and here's my investments. And so you can just track it all in one place and that really helps Um, Just seeing your financial picture because you can see, oh, wow, I spent a lot on eating out or buying clothes this month or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Right. And when you're more aware of your numbers of what you're spending your money on, you really think, oh, I really don't need to be spending my money on that. Like I can really prioritize and and do do better. And just the more you automate as well makes it a lot easier. So if you just have an auto transfer into your savings account, into your Vanguard account, um, that will help too. Just as soon as you get paid, just have that auto transfer set up. You don't So does it, um, it's,
0: it tells you where your money's going. Like if I use my card, right? Like mm-hmm. it'll say like, oh, you spent this at Costco or yes. something? Yes, But it doesn't, you don't like set up a budget to like take money from.
5: Um, so you can set up, like your budget area in there okay. and say like yeah, whatever like the limits like, you want to you know, be. I have like
0: two hundred dollars for food this month or something.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I went to Costco and then I had ninety nine dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like it'll it'll like track that.
5: Yes. It'll okay. track that. Yeah. So you can yeah, you can set it up in there, but it it doesn't regulate your spending, but it will show you Oh, yeah, I did go over budget do- once you've set it up in there.
2: It doesn't so cut nice. off your card. Right, yeah. <laughs> it won't do right. that. Yeah, right? I'm always but like, see, I don't, see, I don't need money in the
4: uh, skull. I'm all putting it in Yeah, yeah. Like, I really want to do
0: that one thing. I guess I'll uh, take it from that's cool. car repairs. Who needs car repairs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, so... And I, I think yeah, that's cool ahead. hearing you talk like say that like you'll even be like oh I spent more in this or that mm-hmm. like I think that that's really when you become wealthy is when you know where your wealth is mm-hmm. and how to
5: Yep. I know exactly where I'm spending my money and yeah, I can prioritize because I know I know where I'm spending it. <laughs>
1: so. yeah. Is there anything that you feel that we should asked you more about what did we miss yeah anything we (laughs) missed when
3: we were (laughs) fangirling
5: i did want to mention one thing because i know you brought up um when the 401 401k rep comes in and you're Mm -hmm. like what in the world are you talking about and i feel like they do make it really confusing like i was confused when mine came Mm -hmm. in um but with that (laughs) you can keep that really simple too so a lot of times they'll tell you to invest in multiple funds, um, so you might have like five or six different funds you're invested in, but you really don't need to be. So you can look at your investment options. There's going to be a line item that's called an expense ratio. You want to pick a an expense ratio that's as low as possible on there, and then you want to pick one, since you aren't planning on taking out your 401k anytime soon, you want to pick one that is risky, so it'll be in stocks um instead of in bonds. So you just look at that expense ratio, choose one that's as low as possible. And make sure you're investing in stocks so that your money will grow over time. So that's a really simple condensed way to look at that.
0: <laughs> so you're yeah. saying that I have another purse that's my four oh one K. Yes. <laughs> and then yes. I'm putting other uh, you know, Mascara. lipsticks and yeah. mascaras in my 401k purse.
5: Yes, yeah. exactly.
0: That are in the form of low expense ratios.
5: Yes. Yes.
0: Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> We'd
2: be your best students. I just knew it. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: So what is your um, YouTube handle?
5: Tiffany Tom. Oh, the, you can type in Wealthy Tiffany. YouTube.com slash Wealthy Tiffany. Yes. And it'll cool. pop right up.
1: Okay. Awesome. Well, um, we typically like to go over our goals Okay. and you're more than welcome to sit in. Okay. Cool. Stephanie, would you and like you to- And you can
3: re- critique us too. We oh, like yeah. that way.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think they should all be money goals. <laughs> <laughs> like, Not
3: right,
4: right? I
1: don't see right any now. money goals and or <laughs> signing my glass up.
3: Um, So, uh, Tiffany, we started using this habit tracker app, which is, it's been awesome because it doesn't lie to you because (laughs) it doesn't rationalize. But so for this week, I am just going to focus back on, I want to, since last week, I killed it with 36%.
1: (laughs) She had a stay vacation.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
4: (laughs) And it
1: wasn't on vacation mode. Yeah, I was on vacation
3: (laughs) mode. Um, I want to get back up to 70% of getting my dailies and just really focus on those. Cause I, I made them for a reason, right? Like they're the formula that I want, so. And today I just felt so good. I was writing in my journal for five minutes before you guys came, it's like my feelings journal. And it, I just was like, I feel happy that I got so much done, you know, like, so I really like, and the affirmations and stuff, it's all the stuff that like, helps me to develop deep roots.
2: I think it's really good to focus on those happy feelings when you're having them Mm -hmm. because so many times we've punished ourselves or think of the bad ones but those aren't the lasting ones to make the changes in our goals right Mm -hmm. like when I eat something I pay attention like I feel really good I don't feel overstuffed I can breathe (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then there's times where you overeat and you're like I hate the way I feel right now. Let's make a mental note that we Mm -hmm. don't want to feel this way again. So I like the the journal. Well, and I've been really
3: focusing on, because I'm an emotional person, but am I I being reactive
4: or pro... pro Am I Proactive? Yeah, I was like, why can't (laughs) I say the word? (laughs) Am I
3: proactive or or reactive? Or even just active. (laughs) (laughs) You know? But, like, reactive is usually when I'm self-sabotaging, and it's, like, just... Different You're things spun. where proactive is like, okay, well, that sucked. But let's pivot
2: and let's stay on course. So. Good. Um, so I'll go next. My goals this week, <clears throat> I already have them in here ready. Go. Um, They're all health ones this week. So um, I'm going to stop eating after nine, eat more veggies. I'm using the, the habit tracker for these rather than. Like a Weight Watchers Mm -hmm. app that I will never do because I don't like tracking all of my freaking food. (laughs) It doesn't make the little like ding when you're done. Yeah, it's missing that. If it did, I would do it. Um, Sleep by 11, I have changed that. Um, Got my exercise. I've got writing in my journal as well. Drinking water, getting the steps, playing the guitar that's still on there and eating my fruits. So those are my goals for this week. We'll see how I do but I wiped out all the other ones that I'm no longer focusing on and started with these. Nice. nice. Another thing I like about this is that when you're when you're kind of over a goal for a little while, you can archive it and bring it back later. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, That's I don't remember where I found it, but I did find that as I was changing the end date to yeah. my, some of my goals. And these will be on my goal for a month. So I like it. But there is a way to archive it and bring it back. Maybe when you start to get really good at it. And when you then start to get really
0: bad at it, you can bring it back. Yeah, that's awesome. So it'll continue.
2: That's me.
0: Awesome. Um, So I'm going to be gone most of this week. So my goals are fewer, but I'm going to stay caught up in the journal, not get behind on that, write my gratitudes. And then kind of with like, what did you call it? Your emotional, your feelings journal. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's something that I've been working on, but more um, because one of my goals this year was to like embrace my whole self. And, the past couple of weeks, I've learned just some things about myself that I I refuse to be anything but happy. Like, oh no, we are gonna like this. We're gonna have a good time. <laughs> you know, like laugh or cry, laugh or cry, we'll all choose to laugh. And so then I just like shove all of my like sad emotions under mm. the rug and like refuse to acknowledge them. Um, but you can't lie to your body and it will like, those will come out eventually. And so um, I'm working on um any event, right, or anything that I'm doing to like then ask, like, okay, what emotion is attached to that? Because it it might not be, it might not be a bad thing, but it might like there there are stressors even on good things, right? Like there's a weight, there's a sadness, there's right. And and for the longest time I've just like been like it's gonna be great. Like if that's what it is, that's what it is. We're gonna like move on, you know? Um and so So part of this week is like thinking more of like, okay, what's the emotion attached to that experience or that to-do list item or that activity or that conversation or that and to – because at the beginning of the year, I even like printed up this list of emotions and then at night, I'd be like, okay, am I feeling any of these? But I'd be like, nope, I'm not, you know, and just like (laughs) – but I think if I reverse it um, because the past couple of weeks, I've just kind of thought more about like – if I reverse it and say like, okay, what, what emotion is attached to your friend getting married? Like, I mean, I'm happy for her. I'm also kind of bombed. Like, I'm losing a good friend. I mean, maybe not forever, but for some, you know? And mm-hmm. so like, but letting myself, validating myself that I have emotions besides like being happy and cheerful. I love it. Yeah. So that's what I'm working on this week. And then I have... Um, I'm gonna work on the scrapbook, guys. Nice. And she's um, doing
3: her high school scrapbook.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I know. Um, it's been a long time coming, but I am going to finish it this year. If it is the last thing I do. Sorry, I chuckled when I said that. No, it's hilarious. <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no. This last week, I went to. Um, I like pulled out all the pictures. I just have one trip left. So when we graduated from seminary. All of the seminary kids, well, not, I mean, not all of them, but a lot of them went on this back East trip. And so we did like a lot of church history sites, but then also like Washington, D.C. and New York and stuff. So with all of your best friends that you just graduated with. So I have that trip left. And so I like went to the scrapbook stores and took a look at like what is even available. And then I came home and... Like divvied up all the photos and put them on pages and made a list of what I needed and then I went back to the scrapbook store and, like bought all the matching papers and then Meredith is, is Meredith is going to help me with her Cricut because I have these like oh. letterings that say like Washington D.C. right that you can buy but you can't buy lettering that says like Cartland you know Ohio <laughs> yeah. so yeah I need some <laughs> sure. like help for these uh, custom made designs. Mm-hmm. um Anyway, so I'm going to work on this scrapbook. I'm not going to put an hour mark on that because I'm going to be gone all week, but I'm going to do something. And then also I just got a new um, chunk of Days for Girl bags that are ready to go so I can like uh, like do my little stamps or uh, do the tags and mark them and stuff. So I've got another probably 40 that are ready to like go through the process. So we'll work on those. I've got to finish the ones you gave me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm doing this week. That yeah, I feel like yeah. that's, I feel I like, like I can like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I can glue on tags, right? <laughs> like while I listen, <laughs> that will be fine. <laughs> yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So this week I am adding to the habit tracker, um, praying, and then working out three times a week. Um, and then uh, just for this week, I want uh, to, I need to read um, the church handbook and figure out my responsibilities.
0: Why? You got a new calling. What's your (laughs) responsibility?
1: I am actually the greeter. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) 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 That's the best. Study up that that handbook. (laughs) No, I'm just a first counselor. You're the stud at the door? (laughs) welcome
4: people in. I was that. I
1: might be that when we uh, met in that ward. Oh,
0: probably. And that's where it all started.
3: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I. Meredith thinking that Josh was too cool. Too cool.
4: (laughs) Too cool.
1: Cool And I don't like. I I don't. I don't remember. I I apologize. I don't remember.
0: All those people you greeted, you didn't like memorize them (laughs) one by one as they came in.
1: No, no. I'm like, there you go. Here you go. Are
0: you
2: telling me as a redhead I didn't stand out? (laughs) Yeah. What?
4: (laughs) What?
1: What?
2: No, I really only think that there was like a month or two that we had crossover. Oh,
1: is that what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: So I'm not offended. Great. I am offended. You forgot my name on the podcast was, but okay. she writes in her feelings like journal
3: all 30. the time. <laughs> yeah. Why does Josh not remember me?
0: Josh did. These this are again. the emotions attached to this. Yeah, Josh has the
2: rest of his life to make it up to me.
0: <laughs>
1: I did forget your plate for your ice cream. Oh so. yeah. I as I was driving over here. And that's another goal. I'm gonna bring the, the plate by this week <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Um, oh yeah. And uh, in my journal, do like a time inventory, kind of go over my day and see if I was overly productive, what I think I waste my time on. And uh, kind of want to do that for the next month to kind of eliminate things that are, I feel like are time wasted. Granted, I'm not going to be like super um, strict about it. like. Oh, I watched TV for 59 minutes today. That sucks. But you know, like over journal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is coming up with questions for a general conference that I want to have answered.
2: Very good. Nice. Yeah. Do you have any goals this week? <laughs> <laughs>
5: I, dun, dun, dun. I know, right. <laughs> I want to get new flooring installed in two of my places. So Ooh. I need to figure that out this week. That is. Like my main goal. Awesome, <laughs> big goal. That is. Yeah. Yes.
2: I would also like to announce I'm going to Disneyland for the first time in two weekends. What?
0: Oh, really? The very First time. First time
2: ever. ever. Oh, for
1: Halloween. Oh. That. Awesome. And it's for Halloween. That's gonna be. I've been awesome. there. I'm Very excited. <laughs> um, I've <That's> all. <laughs> done that a couple times. Like, yeah. Like once. So that was my favorite time to go to Halloween. Is I'm at I Disneyland. Halloween. Halloween. Was when it was, Halloween? Yeah,
4: because well,
0: back in the day, guys, for all of you non-Nevadans. Which is really too sad. Um, (laughs) Our state day is on October 31st. That's Nevada Day. So we never had work or school on Nevada Day. And California, back in the good old days, if you wore a costume to help to Disneyland, you got in for free or like two for one or something like that. And so the good old days. The good old days. (laughs) The good old days. So on Nevada Day, October 31st, you didn't have school. It was like the perfect time to go to Disneyland. Years later, I'm in college, and I'm talking to some guy who's from Nevada, and people are talking about what they do on their, like, state day. And they're like, what do you do on Nevada day? And I don't know this guy, really. And both of us say, go to Disneyland. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so we,
0: we rent this big van, and my family and my best friend's family went to Disneyland. I dressed as a domino.
4: I love it. It's just dominoes, right? Like, here's <laughs> the here's some dots, get
0: into <laughs> Disneyland. <Yeah. laughs> so I love it. The parents with their, like, 12 children, you know,
4: like.
1: At least <laughs> you are consistent with wearing the same t-shirt when you
4: go to Disneyland, <laughs> Disneyland have or Disneyland. You'll to fight us all, man. Yeah.
2: We're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's
4: so neat. So mm. very excited. Disneyland! You're So custom. fun. I don't know. Yes, I'll have to are. talk to my party about okay. it. <laughs>
2: make sure it's comfy yeah yeah all day and it's supposed to be hot oh. it's supposed mm-hmm. to be warm so
1: okay. well we hope you dream big start small and act daily
4: bye, bye. 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 see you guys Bye. bye. bye.
2: podcast is brought to you by Remnus Audio. If you also want to be accountable or record your journal or preserve your memories, head on over to remnissaudio.com and Steph here will take the hard work out of preserving your memories.
3: Yeah, I will. And you don't have to put them on a podcast like we are to share with everyone every week. (laughs)